Hey, were you ever circumcised? Uh, Yeah, but they never asked me permission. I don't remember what movie or show that's from. So I have a foreskin dilemma on my hands. Well, not on my hands yet. (laughs) Okay. Um, Well, it's more of like a, it's more of like a, not a foreskin dilemma, but it's a, it's a, I guess a contrast or a comparison. Yeah, it's a comparison. That's, that's what, that's what it is. So foreskin or forced kin, like your parents got married. Now this is your stepbrother and you don't like him at all, but now he's forced kin is a different type of genre of videos that yeah i'll tell you we'll talk about it off the air okay um (laughs) (laughs) come on down to forced ken (laughs) don't forget to bring your brother mail order cousins Mm -hmm. why uh walk across the street when you can walk across the hall you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of like kind of a good motto to have there so so forced so here's the foreskin situation and it actually has to do with a girl what okay i'm you have my attention and now you have the intention of everybody on facebook so the thing about foreskin i guess not the thing about foreskin but my my comparison to foreskin is uh and circumcision in general which is a great way to start our podcast i feel yeah, I wonder if Brian Tooley's upset that I'm wearing his hat talking about foreskin. You think he's mad? <laughs> I'm sure everybody, every company we're associated with right now, <laughs> is thrilled about this conversation. Yeah. So I have to take our puppy to uh, the vet tomorrow. I know where you're going. Okay, because I am going to crop her ears, mm-hmm. and I was feeling really, 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 really guilty about it. And then I remembered the time. I found out I was born with more skin on my wiener and they didn't ask me if I wanted to keep it or not. I feel incomplete. Yeah. They were just like, <laughs> the title of the episode is forced. Kid. <laughs> no, that's, not, that's not what you wanted me to do. <laughs> that's so good. I'm so glad we did the podcast tonight. So, <laughs> so, oh man, I'm Ruby red. That's how funny it was there, bud. <laughs> I don't think you could turn any other shade, but ghost white and tired. Was that a, a Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah, you... Dunkin' Donuts cold brew. Shout out to Dunkin' Donuts. All right, so <clears throat> so I'm gonna go get her. <laughs> the first met, the first comments are just question marks. Like, what the hell are y'all talking about? <laughs> so I was feeling real guilty about the whole cropping her ears thing until I really I realized that I didn't have a say in my in my circumcision situation, and I feel like you know I saw that same um, what's his name? You know, uh, Giddy that had i don't know how to i don't want to butcher his last name but he had the the six second gt Candy. yeah yeah Diamonds by wire yeah yeah so giddy has uh um, a doberman pincher and ears are normal cropped ears yeah mm-hmm. and it's part of the breed thing and somebody was commenting like i can't believe you did that because he was posting pictures of the dog with the cones on its head oh my god did he, did he post a picture of his penis circumcised no but that was wow. the analogy that he used he's like i was circumcised at birth we do it all the time Nobody ever questions that. Now this is a problem. Like, it's, it's, they're like, it's just so unnecessary. He's like, so is circumcision. And I'm pretty sure. Now I don't want to. I think Giddy. I think he he is Jewish. So it's like, that's is a, he? I think so. 
I could be completely wrong. Forget I it. Let's, I, yeah, I don't whatever. know how to tell. I so wish, if anybody I, knows anything about circumcision, it would be those people. Yeah, so well, you already brought up the word Jewish. So I wish I was Jewish because then you get eight days of presents instead of just the one. That's true. How was my grandma? Christmas? Well, I'm still on the Jewish thing. My grandma, my dad's mom, my, my dad's mom's side of the family was Jewish. And they had, uh, they went, they went to the Holocaust. They went to the Holocaust. Oh my God. I'm we start home. over. <laughs> uh, they didn't go to the. Ho- they lived through the Holocaust, and when they came to the states, actually, this is bizarre. But oh my god, this is funny. Not funny. It's not funny at all, actually. But when they came to the states, my dad's mom, she passed this ring down. So you think I'm full of BS, but I'm not. She passed this ring down, and it's Hebrew writing. Uh, it probably won't focus, but. Um, my dad gave me this ring when I was a kid. Like I was a kid, I was probably like 12 or 13 and it was, it went through the Holocaust and all this stuff. And I've kept it all this time because I think that's insane. Like I can't imagine, I can't imagine living through something like that, dude. It's nuts. There's a show um, on Amazon. The, have you, have you watched hunters? No. Oh, I can, man, I could, it was too slow it's, for me. It is I, a little bit slow. And I, I I'm kind of, really digging like that what is it the historical fiction genre of stuff that's kind of oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's pretty fun. cool so like what's the once upon a time in hollywood did you see that movie the quentin tarantino no movie? but i man i wanted to so bad i heard nothing but good things about it that kind of stuff i've been sitting on the couch watching a lot you know since i'm on sitting on top now that i don't have a whole lot to really do here lately you know i've, I've done everything in life that I've, I've set out to do speaking of doing things in life that you set out to do we have 35 people that are going to listen to me praise you for having one week left as a United States Marine. Oh, I didn't know that was where you're going. Dude. <laughs> Dude. I it's... can't keep my attention for 22 minutes and you did 22 years? 20 years and six months. Okay. So you're a quitter. You're just a quitter. I thought it was 22 I years. Just, no, I tried to go to 22, but it unfortunately wasn't in the cards. So <clears throat> in your time... In your time in the Marine Corps, Rye, you've met a lot of people. You've done a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a, it was a statement. That wasn't a question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm trying to like, <laughs> so when I do this retirement ceremony, I'm trying to like, I get at a, you know, you stand up there and you talk in front of everybody. And the cool part is usually they have like a formation of Marines behind you and they're standing there. And I've stood in those positions it's just like a parade kind of it's like a ceremony thing yeah. ceremonial so because of covid they can't have a whole bunch of people standing next to each other so they're doing away with all the people standing there i've been that person standing there waiting on the person who's retiring and be like oh my god dude shut up my legs are killing me mm-hmm. uh, you know people pass out i don't have that for my ceremony so you guys get to listen to everything i get to say did you write you did you write a speech uh, i haven't started it i'm gonna start can i write the speech you, I'll run it by you and you can punch it up with me. No, no, I want to just, gonna, I, I, but I wanted to put like stupid quotes in there, like, uh, no, no, I like Zach Galifianakis, uh, like people say that I'm a dreamer, but I'm not. <laughs> but I'm not. And then just, <laughs> I think it was Paul McCartney who said that. I just, I want to just get bullet points from your career, like highlights, and then I don't want to know anything else. And then I want to write this speech completely blind and have you not see it till the oh, day. You know what? You can write my biography because I have to put a bio together, and I have to send that to. Right at the end, um, it's got to go to two people. There's, so there's two 
people who are going to be speaking supposed to be speaking highly about me that mm-hmm. i'll just be serious like one of them has not seen me in 15 years and the other has no clue who i am <laughs> so oh my get to God. sit there and bullshit their way through who uh, you are as a person i think yeah. i'm better to give a good recommendation on who is rye aka son of sam clint <laughs> uh so edwin morales the OG number one top fan. Uh, I'm not retired yet. Next week, Wednesday, will be the uh, final day. And yes, I do have the full intentions of driving my car to it, even though it is of questionable state. That's why I've not torn it apart yet. Um, and uh, who's that beauty of a Mustang behind me? That's my Mustang. Or are you talking about the black one? That one belongs to my buddy Brandon. So I think that addresses all the comments. Yeah, man. This is What's a... up? <clears throat> Are you wearing a clapped out hoodie that nobody has? I am. These are old school. I've had these. I made these. The back have Aaron Gregory and Doozer's car numbers on them. Mm-hmm. Were, Doozer was big in a no time 37 years ago when he raced last. I um Oh with... my god, Doozer got salty at me. Yeah. Where's he at? He's probably not watching. He got salty at me the other day because I did <laughs> I didn't share I didn't share the video of his car in the dyno making 2000 horsepower. And he wrote me this message and he was just like, you know, Logan, it's friends support friends in <laughs> this, like, it's oh, really, cool. he was really mad. And I was like, dude, let me know how much I owe you and I'll cut the check. And I was just kidding. And then we had all worked itself out. But dudes, if you're listening, dude, I'm sorry to me. I need me upset you, bro. We're good friends. I love you. Give me a kiss. Um, I completely derailed my thought. Oh, it was on the topic of hoodies. I spoke with, uh, Mr. Brian Weddle over there at 187 Graphics. Oh, B- Big Bri? He is sent me the newest order of... We're getting a little ahead of the wrap-up stuff here, but... The, <laughs> it's, it's 559. I know. Head over to cloudbound.com. Yeah, yeah, start. Yeah, uh, sure, no, everybody. We got more banners coming. And also, he's working on putting some hoodies together. So those will be coming out here soon. That's very exciting. I didn't think you were going to make it to the pocket. I figured you would be in uh, Darlington, South Carolina. You know, are you plugging Corey? Are you plugging Corey Stamper's post right now? Is that what this is? Uh, no, we're going to get to that too. But no, I figured you'd be down there. You know, scaling the walls of the tower and trying to take it over. It's about Washington D.C. No, I'm talking about Darlington Dragway because you don't concede. Oh, it's like a play on words. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a thing. It's you uh, get it. I still haven't seen a video of this pass that you made, so it's kind of like. Why, is there something going on in Washington? This is like the first 30 years of your life where you had to convince everyone that you've had sex with a woman. <laughs> I swear I've done it. Dude, I swear to God I did it. You don't believe me? Watch the footage. And it's just like a monkey with a banana. That's not a... What is that, buddy? Um, That's a joke about your sex life. If you were wondering what that was, right. <laughs> I made that up on the fly. I didn't write that. It wasn't pre-written. It's pretty I need good. to apologize to someone. Oh, we haven't done that in a while. Remember, you're supposed to apologize to somebody every week. Oh, I got to apologize, and I also got to call someone out. There's two. So do you want the, me calling someone out, or do you want me to apologize? Let's call them out, and then we'll, we'll, we'll start out a little salty, and we'll end it with some sugar. Actually, it's not really calling someone out. It's just telling a story about me when I was a fat kid in elementary school. This is always – so sugar and then sugar. The year was two – I was third grade. I don't know what year that was. The year was 1990-something. A young, portly Logan turned his voice British in the middle of his podcast for some reason. Is that Australian? So I get I moved to this city called Geneva, Illinois, from Wayne, Illinois, 
and I was a portly young man. And the first thing that I was asked was my friend Colin Olson was like, Hey man, you're fat. What's up with that? And I swear to God, it was like that quick. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude, I, I usually shed all the weight in the summer. Like I'm a damn grizzly bear hibernating or something. And he's like, oh, cool. I didn't shed the weight till I was like 17, just for the record. So that was a lie that I told. But I made my dad front me my allowance so I could buy a Beanie Baby Chihuahua and a bag of M&Ms and some stuff. And I, I asked this girl Mackenzie out on the playground. And she declined my invitation and uh, left the candy and the, uh, and the Beanie Baby and the, uh, uh, the playground area and, and crushed me in front of an audience. And uh, that sucked really bad. And I had a, I had a thing I was thinking about the other day, and I just wanted to bring that up and get it off my chest. I'm going through a lot of things right now, and I, I feel like I needed to get that out there. So, Rye, you tell me when you were crushed by a girl. So I spent 20 years working out and then I banged her mom. <laughs> I thought that's how that was going to go. No, there's no fun ending to that story. Dude, she comes she downstairs. Kind of- I'm cooking eggs. Oh, hey, girl. <laughs> Remember me? <laughs> no, the robe on with the front open. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> was she the type of person that did you have? Did you know any parents or moms or any? buddy that bought into the whole beanie baby remember when that was a thing like people are like I'm Dude, all my money in beanie babies are you is this are you being funny right now no i'm serious you remember those people my dad my dad <laughs> my dad i swear to god i hope he's listening my dad when we were growing up i swear to god i swear on jasmine's life this uh, is the truth hey dad how come i'm not going to college i bro you're finishing the story for me <laughs> i swear to you so my dad growing up, um, he was big. He got into Beanie Babies. My sister and I collected them. We would like get them for presents and stuff. And my dad's like, wow, these, these things are worth some money. There's no way we can lose on this investment. <laughs> so my dad would, every time a new Beanie Baby got released, he would wake us up at like three, four in the morning. He would load us in the car, drive us to the mall because only one person per family could buy beanies. And we would sit like, three or four people apart in line and once we got into the toy store we were each we each had enough money to buy two or three of each beanie baby and he stockpiled these beanie babies for years well fast forward i'm in high school at this point and we lived in a townhouse in a town called saint charles and and we you walk up the stairs in the entire upstairs hallway i'm talking about a 50 foot long spread hallway was a giant custom-made cabinet of Beanie Babies enclosed in plastic cases. Every Beanie Baby that had ever been made, with three total, the one in the front and then two more behind it. I swear to God. Like they're in formation. (laughs) I'm not, dude, I wish I had pictures of this, though, because it was so asinine. And he ended up selling them all for like two or three bucks a piece when the market crashed. Um, When the Beanie Baby market... Hey, should I answer this collect call, this robocaller? Yeah. Howdy doody. This is the card member service fraud prevention department. Uh oh boy. Logan N. I better take this, everybody. Go ahead and mute me, Rye. Your name is Loga N. Huh? That could be a real one. <laughs> I think I'm I think my dad just Loga N. They called you Loga N. That's very 
either telemarketers are getting really good. No, or I, it's a legit fraud. Credit. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's a legit <laughs> fraud on my account right now. I'm <laughs> telling you. The, how do they know your name if it's a telemarketer? <laughs> okay. Well, while Logan's trying to save his credit history and his identity, I don't know why anybody would steal your identity. Like, they should just, if somebody stole my identity, they'd probably just give it back. Everybody sit tight. This is okay. getting hacked. For everybody who's listening on iTunes uh, or anywhere else you're listening to the audio only, Logan is literally, literally on the phone right now with fraud prevention with his bank. Uh, we were just talking about getting back to Beanie Babies. I did a quick Google search for 2020 most expensive Beanie Babies. Apparently, these things are still worth some money in some facets. But at the same, I guess, I'm not really Somebody that surprised. Somebody spent $55 at Target. I don't shop at Target. Target's got a lot of nice I can't shit. Hear you either. I should probably put a headphone in. At least one. I'm doing. This is saying Target's got a lot of nice shit. It's very upsetting. I mean, hey, how they much, got me. How much do you think the most expensive Beanie Baby in the world in 2020 is? I don't know. Please Google it. I hope he had 10 of them and he sold them all. There's a top 20 list. Uh, the number one. What? Large Wallace and his squid for $600,000. Get the fuck out of here. This is unrealistic. I don't buy this at all. Number 20 is worth 1200 bucks. So if anybody... Apparently, the, the bottom hasn't completely fallen out of the Beanie Baby market. So there's still hope. Um, it's about as smart as buying shoes to get rich. So there's that. Who spends $55 a target on a stolen credit card? I know, like, aim for the sky, nerds. I'm really... All right. <laughs> Hi, Gene. My name is Logan Tarrant. Hi, Logan. Uh, we're just calling to let you know that somebody spent $55 on your credit card at Target. Wondering how would you like to... Hit? At a Target? Yes, a Target. In Elizabethtown, Kentucky. Are you, are you aware of this? Yeah, no. Really, that is interesting. Or do you live at a Target? <laughs> do you live at a Target in the camping section? Anyway, so Beanie Babies. Uh, the bottom hasn't fallen out of the. Okay, let's roll through some comments here. How's the Mustang running? It's still running. Eight fourteen at one hundred and sixty-seven was the last time out. Uh, we try to go back out this week. That's, that's uh, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in Elizabethtown. <laughs> Hang on. I'm going to mute Logan. <laughs> this is going well. Um, what were we talking about? Yes, yeah, Mustang's still running. Uh, it is put together. I've tried to go back out, but the weather here has gotten drastically colder, so it's going to be a minute. We're probably going to wait uh, until it warms up a little bit. Shout out to you. Let me plug this while Logan's on the phone handling his business. Uh, Darlington, South Carolina coming up here very soon in february let me make sure i get the official date Corey stamper and darlington south carolina is uh darlington dragway south carolina is going to be putting on a no prep event coming up here in february and it's called the thaw out and it is going to take place on let me find this all i know is that it freaking sold out in like Six minutes for small tire or whatever it was. It was very quick. 32 entries gone in a heartbeat. February 27th. 26th is tech day. 27th is a Saturday. Uh, and unlike most no preps, these guys are going to do a true run the track backwards 
no prep style race. Usually they'll have the big tire guys run down first because, well, they can hook up uh, and lay down some rubber for the small tire guys to do stuff safely. But my understanding is uh, if Corey, if you're still listening, correct me if I'm wrong, they're going to run small tire first on virgin asphalt that's been there since for damn ever. So it's going to be a pretty tricky surface uh, to, to get down on. I don't know if it's going to be the levels of trickiness that Rockingham slash Digger Die was, but these guys have a handle on um, how they're going to run this. They're already well ahead of the curve as far as like reducing the amount of bullshit and drama that went around like with Digger Die because allegedly when people went to Rockingham, there was people testing before the event and uh, some people got a alleged hometown advantage on that. So Corey and Rhett and those guys have guaranteed nobody's testing, nobody's running a car down this surface until the day of the event. So February 27th, Darlington Dragway, the thaw out back of the track, no prep is going to be the place to be. Um, there is, it's sold out. I'm debating dragging my car down there just to on the off chance that I could get into the event. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. And Scott from drag week is in the comments. Um, depends on how that guy feels. Scott, you want to go party? I'm sure there will be some, um, extracurricular activities going on prior to the event you know maybe a little bit of unsanctioned action that um a once a, a newly retired somebody could possibly be interested in. i don't know who knows who knows where the night's gonna take us it's a little crazy uh tyler hannah how the dick drawing is coming i don't know what you're talking about um i don't know what you're talking about we'll just leave that at that I can draw two things, cars and everything else. Logan looks very focused right now. Uh, very focused. I've seen that face before, and that is the face of somebody who's extremely focused and extremely upset <laughs> right now, trying to get to the bottom. I don't think this could have came at a worse time. He's just looking at us and just shaking his head. He's turning bright red. So Scott is in. Uh, why am I not wearing my special shirts, Greg? That is not my special shirt. That is my wife's special shirt. So everybody in the world knows who she belongs to. Yeah, that's Logan's fraud face. We're going to put that on a shirt for sure. So that's what's going on. Car's running. I'm retiring soon. Hold on. Logan wants to say something. Sorry, I'm doing a live podcast with some friends, and he's making fun of me for my card getting hacked. <clears throat> I got the... What's her what name? What's your name again? Jean, J-E-A-N. Jean, you're, you're live on our podcast right now, unfortunately. I'm very sorry, but I literally got the call as I was doing this podcast, and I was very concerned. That's why I, I reached out and called right away. Very good. Okay. Jean sounds like a nice lady. Well, you tell your crazy ex that clapped out's got your back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. Then. No problem. All right. Well, no problem at all. Uh, I... <laughs> Everybody just wait for the personally, uh, the personal identifying information, and I'm sure we can definitely hack Logan's account. Why am I retiring? Uh, because I am tired. That's why, Matt. I'm tired. That's all. We'll just put it at that. Uh, I got my reasons. I want to do something else. I want to move on to bigger. I say bigger, better things. I don't know if that's right, necessarily the right words for it, but 20 years in the Marine Corps is uh, 
it's a bit daunting and it can it takes a toll on you um after retirement steven i don't know my wife is gonna be my sugar mama for a little bit while i try to figure out which direction i want to go probably take some college classes but most likely like what we logan and i had had extensive conversations about this like what we do with clapped out if you guys haven't paid attention, there's no structure to what we do here. There's no like rhyme or reason. How many times have we talked about we're going to get hoodies and hats and here it is almost two years later and we still have done none of that stuff. We just screw around with doing this just to have a little bit of fun. And we sit here and we talk a lot about like, what if we actually double down and focused on this? And I think uh, the the retirement portion of this is going to give me the opportunity to have kind of a safety net to fall back on and, and a cushion, if you will, or a buffer to take some risk and be able to uh, actually double down and focus on this and say, it, it kind of basically put our money where our mouth is and see if we can turn clapped out into something a little bit more than us, for lack of better words, fucking around. Um, so my plan is to, oh, Matt, no, that car is never getting sold. I will crash that car in a ball of fire before I ever, ever, sell it it's a sn95 mustang like what am i gonna get three grand for it oh sorry everybody i'm back so. i know that's probably pretty painful for everyone <laughs> so so some dickhead in bowling green kentucky stole my credit card and charged it for 150 something dollars at target and they had to make a dupe oh my god i know what happened i got card skimmed i bet because they had a physical card i got card skimmed somewhere some like they put the reader on the yeah. screen. Yeah, someone skimmed my. Sh yeah, that's exactly what happened. You low life piece of shit. I hope you. I hope you catch the worst fucking venereal disease, and it eats your dick from the inside out, and it turns into a bloody dick stump. You piece of shit. Any low life pile of shit that does something like that, I I would love to see you catch a bow and arrow through the neck. Not a bow and arrow, just the arrow. The bow would be bizarre. I don't know oh. how you get the bow through your neck. I, I would like bow. to watch it though. I'd, wa I'd watch yeah, it. I'd rewind it. And I'd play it in slow mo. And I'd eat cream cheese filling off a bagel while I did it. I'd lick the bagel clean. Man, I'm upset about that. What a pile of trash, human. But it sounds like your financial institution was on top of it, which is cool. Gene at U.S. Bank had my back, dude. What's crazier is, you know, I was just talking to my, my grandmother who was Jewish. Yeah. Her name was Jean. Weird. Spooky. Do -do 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 -do. I'm really, really, really upset about that, though. They said it was probably Nick Duser Thompson or Aaron Gregory. Yeah, I bet it was. It was Dick's. For real. Who does uh, Matt. No, didn't break anything major on the Mustang. I don't think we broke anything, honestly. That's weird because you didn't beat my eighth mile and you said you hurt the trans. So why didn't you go back out and beat my eighth the mile? The trans was doing some funky stuff. On that last hit, the car wheelied. I tried to shift into second. And then all of a sudden, it acted like you pushed the clutch in. So we see some issues with the pressure. We're going to pull it out and just go through it just to make sure. The pressure and the issues and the good things and the thing and the goo but the goo and because you know tangled up and sweet and the jello and the pudding and the pops and the sickle. I wonder if Jasmine will answer now. I was worried she was using my card, but maybe she is. Maybe she isn't. We'll figure it out. That would be hilarious. Uh, we were just talking about. Hello, sweetheart. Are you a target? Okay, somebody stole my credit card information and they're running running a muck at Target. What does that mean? What is, yeah. it, what is a muck? Running a muck, Rye, means when they're they're running a muck. You know, I know what the muck. phrase means, but I want to know what a muck is. I'm gonna tell Jasmine. She can't hear you, but I'm tell her that you're yelling at her right now. All right. <laughs> I love you, sweetie. I'll see you soon. What is a muck?
Amok. Running oh amok. Man, that was really upsetting. AMO. I just got flushed. You did. You turned bright red. I was mad, man. I literally, I, ooh, I hate people. Amok. Violently raging or wild, uncontrolled manner. How did they know? I just. How did they know it was not your card? That's what I want to know. I know. It's, it targets it's, like a normal thing. I bought, here's the thing. I bought $2,000 worth of all-wheel drive civic parts this morning on the same car why do they call about that <laughs> like you think that they're like this dude spends so much ridiculous money wait a minute is that groceries yeah call him call him have you call ever heard is uh hannibal burris the stand-up comedian he does a thing on that he's like why the fraud department somebody stole my credit card and spent eight hundred dollars at barnes and noble they call me when I spent two dollars and fifty two cents at the grocery store around the corner buy some bread. Like you gonna call me on some bread bullshit, but you know with your whole heart that was not me buying eight hundred dollars worth of books <laughs> at Barnes and Noble. Dude, I swear <laughs> to God, I'm like, yo, it props to U.S. Bank. Like they, they, man, it's actually kind of creepy. That Big Brother, they're watching, dude. Yeah, that's, it's like, oh, that's okay, all right, yeah. Um, makes you okay. wonder if there's a camera in your card now or there's a camera in in my face right now they're probably listening to me like this yeah, dude is like, doing the podcast he couldn't be buying floral arrangements at target maybe gene is a podcast fan that's how she knew i like how i when i caught when i she was on the phone she was like i hope my crazy ex doesn't find me like gene <laughs> did you hear that did you hear her say that yeah that's good dude gene man we got you gene gene i'm gonna put my jeans on i'm gonna kick some butt for you girl that's wild. So I'm building an all-wheel drive Civic. Are we talking about your retirement still? No, we're good. I was just talking Ooh. about how we're going to need to... Uh, I'm going to try to put our money where our mouth is and actually oh, yeah. double down and focus on some stuff for Clapped Out and try to make this grow. <laughs> we're also selling Josh's ownership of Clapped Out since he made two videos last year. He just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I will sell it to the person that wants to buy the most kayaks or carrots. Oh... Oh, I can't totally, talk about it. No, I'm not going to talk about it. So we're good. We should totally do that. About me getting banned off Facebook? Nope, not going to do it. So no, just in that, yeah, we should plan a. What do we call them? We'll, we'll plan a trip. That's what. That's the new name. Plan a trip. Yeah. The next. What do you do with your car? I don't know. We're going to plan a trip around it. Probably plan a trip around it. So I, I bought an EF Civic four door sedan. As you know, I picked it up from this kid in uh, Ohio, and. Nice guy, car's cool, great, great. I get it home. The corner, <laughs> the corner lights exited stage left and stage right on the drive home, <laughs> and I am not sure. But if there's a semi truck with one embedded in the front grill, I am very sorry. I lost, you know, the the vent on the top of the trailers. Oh yeah, I got to Darlington. That thing was gone. I was like, Oops. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I've never ever kept one on a trailer ever. They always yeah. fly off. So I bought this EF, and you know how it goes. It, I've never bought an EF, so I don't know how it goes. Okay, well, you know how projects go. So it was a steal. The car was an absolute steal. The kid posted it up for $2,000. This is a story about me being a piece of shit, and I also have to follow it up with an apology, not to anybody involved in this story. Mm -hmm. um, so he posted it up for $2,000, and I immediately, 17 hours had passed since he posted it, and I wrote him, and I said, I'll take it. 100%, I'll take it. I'll PayPal you the entire amount right now. Let me have it. And he's like, dude, there's somebody coming from Maryland to pick it up tomorrow. I'm sorry. Uh -oh. I'm like, I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, fuck that guy. I'll give you $2,500. <laughs> and he's like, serious? And I'm like, I already sent you the PayPal. So just, yeah, we're good. 
And he had to tell this dude that who was already rented a trailer and all this shit that he couldn't buy the car anymore. Um, but that's business, baby. That's business. Supply and demand. Buyer's market. Um, so I go and I pick it up. I get it home. Everything's cool. It came with uh, the EF came with an engine, a K24 engine. It came with an EP3 K20 transmission came with um it's got full suspension it was painted at one point it used to be a turbo k20 car my plan was i'm just going to put the na k series together and, and sell it drive it and just flip it and make a little bit of money and then um and then i didn't i didn't do any of that i sold the crx and i ended up spending i don't want to say the number but a lot of actually it's not that much i'll say the number why would i not say the number it's clapped out right yeah so <clears throat> i have i sold the ep3 trans and i sold the harness for 650 total to Derek Bradshaw, which I found out after the fact that the transmission was like a way more valuable than what I sold it to him for. This, dude, this kid Garrett hit me up. He's like, bro, we were like, what's his, is he stupid? Cause I listed the trans for like 350 bucks. And I guess you can't find it for less than like six, seven, $800. So, oh, well, so Derek bought that in the harness off the car that I don't need. So I had 1850 into the car after selling everything. Yeah, there it is. Um, S1 built makes like control arms and stuff to go all wheel drive. So I spent two grand at S1 built on all the all wheel drive stuff. Um, I have 170 bucks into a CRV differential. I have $2,000 into some turbo kit parts that I got from Garrett. I have uh, 34 bucks in carrier bearings, 51 bucks in axles, 265 bucks into a drive shaft and a viscous coupler, 380 bucks into a clutch, 368 bucks into a turbo. $925 into transmission. So just rough math. I don't know. I can't do rough math. Like six or seven grand into the thing. Keeping very good track of this build. I just got it. It's, you do that with every build? Uh, the S14 I did until I, I realized that I was upside down. My head was so far up my ass that I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, once you go upside down, it's too depressing to keep track of it. You're just like, dude, <clears throat> once it passed like twenty four, twenty five thousand dollars invested, I was like, shit. <laughs> I stopped paying attention. <laughs> But because uh, that was supposed to be a quick flip too, I only paid sixty five hundred bucks for that car. Yeah, I was like, dude, I'm gonna flip this thing in no time. Not the case. Yeah. Not the case. Um, but at the same time, like it was a fun build, and it was it's it was cool to find get it to the new owner. But it's funny how remember when we first talked about it, like, oh yeah, 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 I think you can do a budget two J. Yeah, well, you can do a budget two J. It's all the stuff that goes that hooks to the two J. Yeah, it's like I mean, realistically. An NA two JZ is a strong bottom end. An NA like ninety five SC three hundred, you can make six seven hundred wheel on a stock engine. So, and you can get them at junkyards for a thousand bucks or less all day. Mm -hmm. So you can do them cost effective, but it's it's just the dingle world, man. The billet this and the random adapter that and the fuel rail this and the intake manifold that, like all the little stuff adds up like crazy. So anyway, the sedan setup is going to be a budget minded all how to do a budget minded all wheel drive Civic because everybody there's a lot of conjecture on what to do and what works and i actually learned a ton about these all-wheel drive civics in the last few days do you know how you run all-wheel drive in a civic do you know like any idea what the setup is or the what they use for transfer case any of that stuff uh what you told me i oh, just pretend like i never told you anything oh, i don't know logan uh, tell oh, me i don't know logan tell me i don't know, oh, I don't know ranger <laughs> <laughs> so what there's a Here's the deal. There's a couple ways to do it. The first tell, way, tell me, the, tell me the deal. You're getting blasted in your ass, and the other way, you're getting blasted in your ass. But either way, you're you know you're getting ass blasted. <laughs> so the first way is 
you buy a Civic Wago van. You know, the four-wheel drive wagons. Yes. Okay, so B-series or a K-series, it does not matter. Either one, you still can use the wagon. You need the rear differential out of the wagon. You need the drive shaft out of the wagon. And you need, um, you can run the long axles out of the wagon. And then you can move the hubs from the wagon over if you want. Uh, the problem is there's they're not a 50-50 split. So the wagons aren't 50-50 front to rear. And if you can't afford a wagon setup because they're so rare, you have to, like, for example, to buy just the differential and the drive shaft, $2,800. From a, from a wagon? From one of these, yes, from one of these, $2,800. is like the going, 25 to 2800 bucks just for the diff and the drive shaft. So the Honda community is, is broke as shit for the most part. So they're like, nah, I'm good, fam. Like, I'm not doing that. And <laughs> this thing's just scream nerd alert. They did. They're so, so dumb and ugly. I hate them. <laughs> oh, I hate them. They're not even so ugly. I can appreciate them. They're just, they look like, and I've owned one. Yeah. Um, so you take the diff and then whatever, it doesn't matter. 25 to 2,800 bucks. You got to buy just those parts. So the reason you have to buy the wagon drive shaft is because halfway up the drive shaft <clears throat> is a viscous coupling unit or a viscous coupler. Do you know what that is, Rye? I do. Oh, come on. Act stupid, please. I don't, Logan. Tell me. I don't really know how they work. So if you could tell people how they work, that'd be you're the you're the brains. I'm the beauty. Uh, they work kind of like a in the way a torque converter would. Uh, in the fact that there's not necessarily a it's depending on what kind of it is. It, sometimes there is and isn't a physical actual attachment, um, but basically it's going to allow slippage to allow the front wheels and the rear wheels to kind of, they need to travel at different speeds when you're making turns. If you have a four wheel drive truck and you've ever tried to make a turn on pavement, even if you have open differentials front and rear, it's still going to bind up. Literally when you're in four wheel drive or when you're making any kind of a turn, all four tires are traveling at a different speed. So there needs to be some slippage left to right and front to back. And that is the viscous coupler's job. Yeah. And power transfer too. So like yes. under load, the the plates and the clutches or whatever they are in there, depending on the fluid you run in there, will literally engage and disengage at different RPM, different speed, whatever. Yeah. And there's people that church these viscous couplers up and make them tighter and this and that. Um, but the thing about the viscous coupler is the EF Wago vans are insane money. So what some, I don't know who started this or who had this idea, but the like 2000, whatever year plus Land Rover Freelanders have a viscous coupler in them and people are buying the Freelander drive shafts and S one built sells this adapter to weld on to these, to, to the weld onto the Freelander drive shafts. So you can run that in your civic. Yeah. So that's the budget way to do it. Here's the problem. Find a Freelander right now. I found you can find them, but like find one in a junkyard that still has a drive shaft in it. Buy a viscous coupler by itself from a Freelander, and you're going to spend six, seven, eight hundred dollars from Great Britain because that's the only place it has it. So the drive shaft sourcing was a big pain in the butt. And I found one in a junkyard uh, in Georgetown, which is where I'm going tomorrow with my puppy. So just the stars lined up and I'm able to get one. So I'll be running. A K24 A4 out of an element. Excuse me. I'm going to be running fuel tech ECU. I'm going to be running a CRV all-wheel drive K-series transmission. The Freelander drive shaft, S1 built swap kit, and a CRV diff. But the other thing you do, like on the CRVs and on the um, elements, they don't have a viscous coupler. Mm -hmm. They have a pump in the differential that allows that same slip. 
except they're piles of trash and they don't handle power at all. You make one hit on the street and they're done. So you have to pull the diff apart. You got to weld this. The, there's a pump in there. You got to pull this pump apart, pull the shell out of it and then pin it and weld this thing shut. So it stays locked. So it's a little bit more work. <laughs> I knew Blake was going to say, ew. So K24A4 is like the bastard child of the K series, but I'm just going to shove a bunch of boost through it. So who cares? Blake. I shouldn't make, I shouldn't say anything negative to Blake because he's going to be providing me with all these, all the plugs and pins I need to wire this thing up. I, I told him I'd have him do it, but I, I just don't want to spend that kind of money. He makes nice harnesses. I make Logan I'm, harnesses. I'm just like, so I can see what these things look like doing a, a search for viscous couplers and they're not very big. So I can't imagine that they're, I mean, they're designed around a car that makes what 125 horsepower from the factory. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I can't imagine they're uh, all that beefy, but. Well, there's the fastest Civics in the world. All the drive Civics run them. The stock ones? Yeah. Well, they're modded. They do something to them. I honestly just said that because I felt like it sounded smart. I have no idea if they run them. I assume they do. Sorry for calling you out on that. I don't ever apologize. (laughs) I I have never hidden my So in a drag application, why even have it? I don't know. Why does someone steal someone's credit card and, and charge $50 to Target? You know what I mean? It's because just the way the world works. I told you Target has a lot of nice stuff, and I needed some decorative frames and, and pillows. If you're going to steal someone's credit card, $59 is trash. Like, shoot for the moon, you prick. It was $159. It was three charges, and it was the same $59 each time. Oh, so they tried it, and they're like, oh, shit, it worked, and they went back. That's the fraud. That's where they. That's what flagged it. They should have just hit you once and bounced. I wish I could find them. Sprinkled that out and just pee in their mouths. I'm so upset, but yeah. So that's the all-wheel drive rundown. It's pretty simple, pretty straightforward. I mean, I say it's simple. It's a giant, giant pain in the ass, but it's an EF sedan, and it's just so it's going to be so dumb and sick. I'm really, really, really excited about it. It's going to be a pretty cool build. I like it. You said uh, I can't find a Galant VR4, so I'm going to build my own version, which is that cool. it, dude. Yeah. The only Galant VR4 I want is owned by a dude named Chris Genev. Genev, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. He has a f- insane Mark IV Supra. He just sold an insane GTR. He, I think he owns a dealership or he runs a dealership or he, he just pierces nipples all day. I don't know what he does. <laughs> but uh, he's a super good dude, and he has the cleanest Galant VR4 and he knows how to tug on my heartstrings. Like every time I sell a car, he'll hit me and be like, "You ready? You ready?" I'm like, you know what, dude? Not yet. Uh, Tyler Hannah brings up a very good point. Fifty nine ninety nine is the price of a video game. I think you got got by a kid. Then it oh. makes sense. Oh, okay, Tyler. It's really strange that you know all that. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, Tyler, you're probably right. And. I wonder if I could call Target and get the video footage of this piece of shit using my card. It's probably if he. It's probably. I wouldn't one, even call the cops. I would. I would Goldberg spear his fucking ribs out of his cage. I bet it's probably one kid and two of his friends. They were like, "Yo, let's all go get this, <laughs> just this doing game." Pa- they're doing and just pass walking out like it worked. It worked, and they're all they're riding home on their bikes right now or their skateboards, like just. They try to load up on the way home with like, I don't know, surge soda. Jeez. Yeah, I think and flaming hot Cheetos. I think the I I just I'm very you know, here's the thing. I remember I remember trying to put my card into a credit card machine at a gas station and it was really hard to get the card into the slot. And I was like, dude, this thing's jacked up. And I like finally forced it in, and that had to have been the skimmer. Yeah. 
Ooh, I hate people. I would like to just, I would absolutely like five minutes alone with whoever stole my credit card. I was about to Google, like, how do you make a credit card scammer? But I feel like. Don't do that. Probably don't do that. You're a put some kind of a database. You're a week away from retirement, (laughs) you idiot. Oh my God, dude. So that was a cool, that was a really great way to interrupt the podcast was me getting ripped off by some (laughs) idiot kid for a video game. Uh, I mean, for good, good story. So all wheel drive Civic. AKA I ordered VR4. a turbocharger too. I did order a turbocharger today. Mm-hmm. So I was bouncing around ideas and like, I blame Hal for this from Dynasty. He's a dick. He's also my boss, but he doesn't listen to the podcast, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to order a, like the equivalent of like a 6266, but I won't buy the company that calls them 6266s because I like my turbos to last more than three passes. Right. So I ordered the Borg Warner version of it and the, they have like the 6266 ish and then they have like a 5660 ish or something. Basically this thing's going to tap out at like 550 horsepower, but it's going to spool in like, yeah, like a light no time. Yeah. So, and that's what I was balancing. Like, dude, I'm building this thing to have fun on the street. And just tool around in a 550 all-wheel horsepower car that weighs 23, 2400 pounds, 2900 with me in it. Yeah, it's going to be a riot. Are you, you didn't gonna... even, you didn't even care that I just called myself 600 pounds? It's very upsetting. I did not catch that. Yeah, well, you don't pay attention to me. I focused on how light the Honda is first. Yeah, look it up. I don't know what they weigh. Yeah, what year? A uh, nine. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> 88 to 91 <laughs> pick oh, one man. throw a dart it's not even the title to that car probably i didn't check i don't know it could be it could it literally could have been like a crumpled up old newspaper and i wouldn't have known efc ef civic sedan 2286 no <laughs> that's too heavy i gotta get some carbon that's Did they make to... carbon fiber hoods and trunks and stuff for them i'm sure they make the hood because it would same as uh, the CRX and all that crap? No, it's a little different. I don't know if the hood's the same as the coupe. Or not the coupe. They never made a coupe. Uh, the hatch. You know, they had the hatch, the sedan, and yeah. then the CRX. And the Wagavan. I would think it would be. Just I would love it. to. Oh, dude. I had a guy at my work today came in, and he had this S13 hatch with a blown LS. Nine pounds that. of boost, baby. I made 550 to the tire. And first comment's like, I thought it would make more blown V8. It's like, okay, well, this thing makes 350 to the tire NA. It's on only nine PSI, 550 to the tire. Anyway, car was really, really cool. But before he left, he was like, <laughs> Blake. Yeah. <laughs> Blake's comment. He's such a dick. <laughs> uh, I hate you, Blake. Um, uh, a sedan. I don't know if the sedan in the, the sedan in the hatch. I know they make them for the hatch. You know, I'm not going to explain myself, Blake, you piece of shit. So, <laughs> so the, he comes in and he gets ready to leave. He's like, yeah, man, I, I listened to your podcast and my innate reaction was to apologize to him. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Like, ah, I'm really so sorry. sorry about that. Very sorry. His Harry was his name. He's a really good dude. And his car was sick. Anytime we book an appointment for a Holly Terminator X on anything, I assume it's going to be a pile of junk because they, they're a thousand dollars for the ECU. God, do you still read that? The group? No, I can't. I won't do it. I can't. I don't. I don't mess. Brutal. I can't get around I, anything with with Holly because it's the most. It's just. I don't want to. I'm not hating on Holly. I'm hating on the Terminator X and like the Holly Sniper guys. Yeah, the one that I saw today. So cheap. Somebody asked about they were changing the pinout. You know how you you can change the pinout and you can put a different 
pigtail one of these guys on the end of like to any map sensor or any three wire fucking sensor yeah somebody goes what are the three wires i don't know the pinout on it and it was on the map sensor you got you know power ground and signal well on the map sensor for the terminator and any of the holly harnesses the map sensor i think is the signal going back to the ecu is red with a, a some stripe color on it tracer yeah somebody said one's five volt one's ground and the other one is 12 volt and they're like uh 12 volt you mean signal and he's like yeah signal 12 volt they're interchangeable i'm like no no <laughs> stop giving people advice you idiot because that's how you burn up boxes well greg gregory brings up a good point too the 370z crowd is about the same and we do a ton of 370z and 3 yeah. z work and dude like i hope this doesn't affect our business but god Oh my God. Some of it is, some of it is very painful to deal with, but here's the thing about the three seventy Z guys and the three fifty Z guys. I got a Hello. Hey man. How you doing? Hey, what's up, man? Let me call you right back. Okay. Thank you. Yep. My neighbor. Oh, my neighbor, <laughs> Gustavo. I brought a CRF 50 home and his kid was outside and they're this super, super nice, uh, family, um, they, they just live across the street. They play Blair mariachi music. I don't know Love what it's it. called when they play. I don't know what their music's called. I don't it's, know. Not mariachi music, but it's, it's just Spanish. Yeah. Mexican music. I don't know. Hispanic music. I don't. It, does it? I, I don't want to. Is it racist to say Mexican music? No, it's I don't know what music. I can say. What can I say? And what can I not say? I love it. Okay, good. So super dope Mexican family lives across the street from me. They drag race ATVs down the street. That when I moved in, they were drag racing ATVs. And I'm like, these are my yeah. people. Yeah. And I brought this little CRF 50 home and they were outside. Actually, they weren't outside. I rode the CRF 50. I'm a dumb, big idiot. And the next day I came home and he's like, hey, man, um, my family were eating dinner and we just hear Burr. like, what was that? And we look out the window and we see this big dude on this little CR, this little 50. And I'm like, yeah, man. He's like, you want to sell it? And I was like, yeah, I already sold it to my boss, but yeah, maybe if he doesn't want it. And then I let his son ride it around the, um, the lawn. Like he has like a, about an acre behind his house and he was ripping this little 50 behind his house, just beating it up. And now I got to tell him I can't sell his son the 50. <laughs> Sorry. I sold it to, to hell, but yeah, uh, you're shooting 370Z owners. Yeah. And Terminator X owners are the yes. same person. Yeah. So you got a lot of these guys that have, it's two, there's two different versions of them. Just like today, we had a Holly Terminator X in the shop. Dude was extremely prepared. Everything was wired very well. The car was extremely clean. He mm -hmm. had a Holly seven inch dash. Like it was a very well put together combo. But then you get the guys that you come, they come in and you're like, what happened here? Because the Holly, you can just plug in like, I got big cam. I got this, I got this, it'll start. And it'll run like, crap but they'll think it's just it just needs a tune and the 370 guys and the 350 guys are damn near the same so they you have half of these guys that don't want to spend any money and they think you know you know they don't need yeah. to worry about anything but just like whatever and then you got the other half that are like ready to spend tens of thousands of dollars to build a badass race car i see colin in the comments it's crazy it's like you got a sixth sense when i mention the word holly colin comes in here <laughs> look at him dot 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 me <laughs> it's oh. no matter what system is on it or whose name it is it's just it's or car whatever you're talking about it's only as capable as the person whose hands it's in yeah is that how you say that I it just so happens that the holly terminator panders to people with low budgets yeah i mean and it's not a bad thing it's it fills a spot in the market that was needed and i think it was a gr i would much rather run a terminator x than a stock ecu that's 
absolutely absolutely 100 mm-hmm. percent. so but man dude god i don't know why i'm upset i'm just upset in general right now. i'm running hot i think the fraud thing really got under my skin <laughs> a race car in red so yeah. do you have a mini bike or not you bought I'm one going to, sold I'm picking one, one up then- I'm, I'm picking another one up tomorrow jesus christ oh my freaking tires are supposed to be here today for mine i got a wheelie vlog to film and i can't do it without air in the tires dude i did uh i did the one two shift wide open and that thing about put me on my ass i didn't realize i mean that thing had some pep michael at work was like hey don't shift the one two wide open so the first (laughs) thing i did (laughs) because i mean i'm not like if i get thrown off the bike and i hit the ground like i have a thick skull yeah and the one two wide open that thing just came right up dude i was like well I my first this is the second 50 I've had the first one I had was a big board kit big bars kind of like the same basic build and that one put uh two people in the hospital one for uh what did he do I think he twisted his ankle sprained it and the other dude dropped it and the exhaust like the bike just kind of light laid on him and it burnt his calf oh man I got a lot of real estate and he picked up and he picked the bike up and just kept riding it. Like he had, there was burnt skin on my exhaust. It was gross, but he kept on riding it and he kept falling. And anyway, he ended up getting, uh, what is it? Cellulitis. Is that what it is? Yeah. It's, it's, that's what I have all around my midsection. So, no, that's the cellulite. Cellulitis. Oh, my bad. Is the, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> cellulitis is the infection. He ended up getting a freaking blood infection. Like his skin was turning green and shit. It was gross. Oh, what if he what if he was hallucinating? He thought he was turning into the Hulk. Oh, hey, hey, James. Thanks, buddy. You see James Tall in there? I refuse to look. Yeah. It's, a- it's okay. We talked about it. We know that you're a fragile human and he has to support you like that. I'm yeah. tough. I'm like super tough, like this hard exterior. It's you know the I mean? only way that I can sleep at night. James actually texts me every night and says good night. Does he? Mm-hmm. That's sweet. Yeah. He doesn't have to text me because he's usually laying next to me. <laughs> That's a joke, so you know. About when a joke about me having sex with James Tall, everybody. When he's laying with you, he's thinking about me. That's fine. I don't care. I don't care. I'm thinking about you, too, so we're in the same boat. <laughs> Look at that. What do you guys say about that? Can y'all come to Florida? I got like 48 and a half pounds to lose so I can stand next to you. I'm sure you got a 12-pack underneath uh-huh. that shirt. I got one more week until freedom, James, and then... Uh, you think you could grill a steak on James's stomach section? I bet you could. Probably. I, I want to see those grill marks. Just <laughs> you remember the one time we had James on the podcast and we had 10 billion people watch us? Yes. Look at, most, the, look at the views now. It's our most downloaded podcast. And look at it now. I know. 20. 24. <laughs> oh, 25. We picked one up. James, you're a good-looking man, dude. I'm just going to say it. I think... I, I don't think we ever have to worry about anyone calling us homophobic. No, absolutely not. We were, were going to get canceled for a lot of things, but being that is definitely not one of them. There are some skeletons that are going to come walking out of our closets. Absolutely. And for me, the list, I should probably start an apology tour. <laughs> Starting with Kevin Ram of Geneva, Illinois. Kevin, how you doing, buddy? If you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you're not. And if you are, cool. So here's a story about me when I was a, chi- was a young child. I didn't get invited to many places. Uh, apparently, I was annoying and, well, still am, and loud and rambunctious. And I don't know, a lot of things that are negative that people yep. say, say about me. It's okay. I'm not going to uh, worry about it. I'm totally fine. I don't think about it at night. So I got invited to Kevin's house. And it was Kevin was like one of the cool kids. He still is a cool kid. 
he like would play quarterback for us in elementary school and was just like still just like in a, the same house. And he's just this he's just a good like all American Kevin Ram. Like two M's, Kevin Ram. Good dude. And I'm pro- I probably shouldn't say I don't care if I should say his full name. Don't look him up on Facebook and apologize for me though, guys. It says so, Geneva, Illinois, right? Don't bring actually I don't care if you bring him up. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I can find him on Instagram too. I don't care. So Kevin, he's also doesn't matter. I'm he, at his he house. He works at I don't know where he works. I don't talk to anyone from my high school, but I got invited to his house. And it was like, I don't even remember who all was there. It was me, Kevin, and a couple other people, blah, blah, blah. And they had told me, we were all hanging out, and they told me that Kevin jumped off his banister, like off his balcony in his house and landed on the couch and broke the couch. And I just thought that was sick. I was like, wow, you're a daredevil, dude. <laughs> so uh, Kevin's um, in his, in their st- his, his stepdad was there or something, and they were in a bathroom, and they were talking. I hope it was Kevin that this happened with. It might have been someone else. I think it was Kevin. And I walked up while he was talking to, to his stepdad, and I was like, Dude, you jumped off the balcony and broke the couch. And this his stepdad looks at him. He's like, "Is that how the couch got broken?" <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I, think, I, I feel like it was him. I mean, I could be wrong. I hope at some point he watches this and, and messages me, and he's like, "It was me." Or if it wasn't his, his stepdad, his mom's boyfriend at the time. I'm not sure who, but. It was an adult male figure in the situation that was very upset that he broke the couch. I mean, I think now is the statute of limitations is definitely long gone. Yeah, but I still feel like a dick for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've had so many people look at me in the middle of me talking and go, why would you say that? That it's like, I can't keep count. There's just one person in the circle going, (laughs) (laughs) the shut up Logan face. Swear to God, dude. Oh man, yeah. So that's where they—that's the apology. That's the apology I have today. It's a good one. It's a good one. Uh-huh. And Sam Scaletta, I got him kicked out of welding school. That was my fault. I narked on him on For accident. What? what do you do? Was he cheating you, off the person next to him? No, you weren't allowed to take separate cars to to trade school. Like you had to ride in the bus. So I we would ride the bus, and the girl oh, I was was it like an off campus thing? Yeah, so we traveled to Caneland High School from Geneva High School to do these classes. I took auto tech, Sam took welding, and I was dating a girl at the time. I think her name was Molly. I can't remember who I was dating at the time. Um, And we we got a ride with her. And we showed up at welding class, and the principal of that high school was waiting for us. And like watches us like walk up like we parked way far away so they couldn't see and we walked up and she's like oh good to see you and I'm like uh uh <laughs> he's like you weren't on the bus I'm like yeah we were like I'm gonna lie my way out of that shit yeah and then he sits us in the office and he just separates us he's questioning us one at a time and neither one of us would break I'm like I don't know what you're talking about I don't know how we got here I don't know how we got here I don't know how we got here like I'll take my punishment dude I don't care <laughs> so we just we had our story we stuck to it. And then he brought me in the room one last time. And he's like, Mr. Logan, I'm going to ask you one more time. (laughs) And I'll tell you before you answer, you should know your friend Sam had a lot to say. And Sam was actually, we were together. Sam's sitting in the office. And I look at Sam and I'm like, what the fuck, dude? It was Sam's idea. Oh, so he was just playing you guys. Dude, played me so good. And that that was Sam's like last offense, and he got kicked out of welding oh. class and lost the credits for it. 
Here's and the thing. I felt terrible. Here's the thing. Here's if if as an adult, I've learned this. And this is what something like a lot of kids and I, we've realized that anybody, what is it between the ages? Of, nobody between the age of 18 and 24 watches anything that we do. So those are the people who need to hear what I'm about to say the most. If you, if it weren't for snitches, 80% of people in trouble in jail wouldn't be there. Fair point. Watch any episode of, uh, and I'm kind of, I'm, plagiarizing a podcast that i listened to recently are you advocating snitching no i'm saying watch any episode of like first 48 or any of that stuff like the cops have nothing cops can't do anything to you unless you dime yourself out or somebody else does without snitches cops wouldn't have a damn thing to go on like cops go into a crime scene and start cleaning up wiping fingerprints off like anybody see anything there's nothing going on so if you just shut up then 90% of the time, you won't be in trouble. They can know beyond the shadow of a doubt that you did it. But Dude. if you don't, if you don't implicate yourself, you're fine. We have, this is, we're running low, late on time here, but we have a customer of ours. It's a police officer, Louisville Metro LMPD, which LMPD is obviously under a lot of duress and stress right now with the Breonna Taylor stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to get political on that stuff at all, but I will say that there is, a ton of really great police officers that have crosshairs on them. And um, I feel for those guys and girls. So, and this dude is a straight up really, really, really nice. I say this because he is, he's a kid. He's like 24 years old and dude, he's, he gets in a crazy car accident. He's been through so much stuff and like he, he was on the front lines during the protests and you, he, you know, you hear bullets flying at him and he was standing right there when two LMPD officers were shot at the protests. Like he's just been through a lot at his age, man. And dude, the fact that he keeps such a good spirit about it, it's insane. But then he'll like, tell me about some of the, like the people he gets and he catches just cause their own stupidity, <laughs> their like- own, just dumbass stupidity, like idiots. Like someone posted, <laughs> this is my favorite. I love this. Someone posted his picture on Facebook, like one of his crooks he was after, posted a picture of him on Facebook and said something about like, bring me this pig's head on a stake, some, 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 let's shoot this pig down, he's after me. And then he ended up getting the guy and he's like, man, I really enjoyed your Facebook statuses. Those were great. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Like, damn it. Dang it, Bailey. All you had to do was shut the fuck up. And I want puffing you right now. Like, I wonder how many times cops roll their eyes like, hey, man, like, Open containers. Like, I know when I was a kid, I got mouthy with a campus cop and I had an open container and I was underage. I was like, hey, pour it out, walk away. I'm like, man, and I was an asshole. I was like, I defend the country. You defend a campus. And he's like, oh, okay. Come here, dumbass. Oh, you idiot. Yeah. It's like all oh, I do is idiot. pour it out and just walk away. And I'm like, you just got idiot, fucking mouthy. Idiot. And it bit me in the ass. The and best- he had every right to fucking slap me with that stupid citation. He the the best was old boy walks. I guess when he walks these people in to get booked, he I, he's like, yeah, I act super nice. I'm like, yo, you want a cigarette? Yeah, no problem, man. You want yeah, do some water, man. And then the last thing he says, he's like, hey, man, just uh, wanted to thank you for making some stupid ass choices tonight. And then cl- closes the door behind him and leaves. I'm like, oh man, imagine like the worst honey dicking of your life. Like, yeah. man, this cop's so cool. He's about to wait. What? Yeah. Armed robbery, assault with a deadly weapon. What? Yeah. Here's news. Once the cuffs are on you, they don't come off. 
there's yeah. not like that ah, just forget this whole thing that yeah. doesn't it's happen. not like a weekend getaway with riot a hotel like no. there's no way those cups are coming have out. you ever seen that movie run ronnie run no oh you need to watch that it, unfortunately it kind of got buried because it came out around the same time as joe dirt but it was uh who's the fuck david cross you already know who he is yes the comedian he plays a mulleted piece of shit that ends up i don't anyway it starts out just watch the first five minutes of it and you'll laugh your ass off it's like He's on an episode of Cops, running from the cops. And I feel like I have seen this. He's hiding David, under a kiddie pool. David <laughs> Cross is hilarious. Have you listened to his stand-up? Yeah. They oh, ripped dude, this kiddie so pool up, and he's like laying there. He's like, God dang it, Ronnie. And he's like, oh, what, man? I was just taking a nap. And <laughs> they're cuffing him. He's like, y'all was brutalizing me. That, it's that, great. If that's y'all, Buck Peterson brought up. An, so Buck is one of my buddies that's coming down for my retirement. I haven't seen in, shit, 15 years. Um, time, how much time we got here? We got time. I got a quick story. Did you ever see the movie Cabin Boy? No, I did not. With Chris Elliott, it's an old, it's a classic. I have not, I have not seen this film. Terrible movie, terrible, terrible movie. Uh, David Letterman's in it. Well, yeah, that's terrible. I hate David Letterman. He's trash. <laughs> Cabin Boy is a, you know, who Chris Elliott is right. Yes, from uh, something about Mary. He's the dude that gets the sty on his eye. And anyway, he's the main character in this movie. It's an awful movie. I, when I f- first got to my first unit, I signed up for a, an account at this video store and I rented Cabin Boy. It's like bottom shelf collecting dust. Nobody watches this stupid movie. And I'm like, I haven't seen this movie in a minute. So I rent the thing. And then I never took it back. And I ended up getting a summons to appear in small claims court for this movie for like the sum of like $250. They wanted to get me for the cost of the movie and then the amount owed for like how much they would have lost if they were able to rent this movie. And I was like, $250? You're out of your mind. Nobody's renting Cabin Boy except me. So, mm, yeah, but you know, fair is fair, bud. Pay up. <laughs> I didn't have like an actual physical address except because I lived in the barracks at the time. So I used my buddy's address and he came into work. He's like, hey, the sheriff, my buddy Nick Chinnick, he's like, the sheriffs were at my house yesterday and uh, they want to talk to you. I'm like, for what? I had no idea. And uh, so I call up the sheriff and he's like, yeah, you have a subpoena to appear. I don't know if it's a subpoena, but you're being taken to court by best video for uh, a copy of Cabin Boy. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, if I pay this fine, I am never giving away this. So uh, my buddy Nick has a copy of the movie Cabin Boy on VHS that I paid $250 for. That's brilliant. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of that occurring specifically to you. Yeah. It's well, a- hey, happy retirement, Rye. That's great. It's a great movie. I think I'll tell that story at my retirement ceremony. You should. I think it's enthralling. It's capturing. I would personally tell the story of when you got circumcised. I it's think a that's... lot better story if you've seen Cabin Boy and you know how terrible of a movie that is. I imagine it's pretty bad. Yeah. I got the story. Podcast. Is that how we're going to end it? What are we doing? Uh, I think that's it. I'm, I'm glad Josh could join us. That was good. I don't know. That was really nice. All right. Everybody start the bidding on Josh's one third ownership of Clapped Out. I'm selling it. Yep. Facebook keeps telling me if you like this video, you may also like, and it keeps popping up with Yellow Wolf. So, mm-hmm. yeah, apparently. I'd like if Yellow Wolf wrote, recorded an intro song for us, like we were promised. Yeah, take us home, right? <laughs>
Head over to clapdout.com slash store. There will be banners coming up. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put them up on the site because they're on their way to my house. And as soon as they get here, they will be out the door back to you. Um, and to the gentleman that lost his in shipping, I got you, fam. Don't worry. Uh, but we have stickers are still up there and other merchandise, etc. cetera. Uh, James wants what? What do you want, James? The copy. Oh, he wants the Josh's share of clapped out. Um, James Tall? Yeah. Sold. Done. 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 He's a way better partner than Josh. Josh, you're dead to me. But don't like not answer my calls anymore because I do want to keep your friendship around. Edwin Morales says he wants to buy it. Edwin, you pretty much have bought it. Yeah. You're kind of honorary, buddy. Yeah. But anybody else wants to get in on this action, let's put it up there. I'll put it up on the store. What? The one third -third ownership? And just put it up there for a price. Not half a million. Yeah. Probably half a million. Put it up. Yep. Okay. Swear to God, what James? Sell your house and buy the one third share. I know you just bought that house. It's a nice house, James. But just go ahead and buy this. Yeah, just go ahead and sell it. This is the Clapped Out Podcast, and this is how we are signing off. And this and this show is over.